we are back for another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast, where we believe that true fulfillment, true joy is found on the other side of doing hard things. We as humans, we are wired, we are created with a divine purpose to be able to do hard things. And when we do these hard things, that's where we find true joy and fulfillment. So today's episode is actually sponsored by Flow Water, uh, water that loves you back. Uh, totally kidding, it is not. This is just what I'm drinking today. Uh, but today, um, I wanted to talk on the top topic of leadership. Um, you know, that is a topic that I enjoy so much, that I enjoy a lot. And uh, quite frankly, I think one of the greatest thing a person can become is a great leader. Because at the end of the day, we're leading ourselves first, right? Everyone leads themselves, whether you're, even if you're over nobody, right? Some, some people, they hear that and they're like, well, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a team or I don't have a, a company, whatever the case. At the end of the day, you're leading yourself. So it is very important that we understand leadership qualities. We understand what makes a great leader great. And that is one of the questions I always like to ponder on, actually, is what makes a great leader great? Really think about that for a second and ask yourself that and think about it for a second. What makes a great leader great? Because that, that's subjective, right? Some people viewed, let's say, Adolf Hitler as a great leader, but some people viewed him as a bad leader, actually probably one of the worst leaders. Uh, some people view Jesus Christ as a great leader, while others don't necessarily agree. Some people view Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, as a great leader, while others don't. So really what makes a great leader great? Because it is subjective. Some people believe certain people are great leaders and some don't. And what I've determined is this, is that what really makes a great leader great is they know from which context to lead from. Let me, let me give you guys an example. In 2009, I'm sorry, 2001, September of 2001, right, we had 9-11. Uh, one of the greatest tragedies that really happened to the uh, American people. During that time, though, uh, pre uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, he was, he was the mayor of New York, and uh, he was the leader of that city. Now, weeks before 9-11 happened, there was actually a petition going around wanting to oust him out of office. There were people who didn't necessarily agree with how he was running the city. They didn't like how he treated them. Um, he was described of being, as being a very just abrasive and kind of aggressive uh, leader. Um, and there was actually a petition going around to try to get him out of office because they didn't like that he was just too direct and too just commanding and just not like didn't really like show empathy too much. And right before 9-11, you could have said that he was a bad leader. Well, 9-11 then happened. Of course, all of us know what that meant to the city, city of New York. There was chaos during that time. And Mayor Rudy Giuliani stepped in and he was able to actually save a lot of lives during that time because of his ability to make quick decision. Mayor Rudy Giuliani was the kind of person who can, who can, who can tell a person, hey, you go over there, stay there until I say so. You, I need you to go over here. You go over there. Do not move until this person comes and relieves you. He was the kind of leader that was very commanding. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't go around saying, all right, should we take a vote on what, we, on what we should do? All right, hey, what do you think? Do you think we should do this? Hey, what about you? No, he, he wasn't that kind of leader. And he was recognized as being 
uh, one of the individuals who, because, uh, because of who he was, he was able to save many lives during 9-11. And he was recognized as a great leader during 9-11. Now, what changed, right? Mayor, Mayor Rudy Giuliani was the same person. But why is it that weeks before 9-11, uh, his own his own people were trying to get him out, but then after 9-11, he was getting all the praise for being such a great leader during that time of chaos. What changed? He didn't change. All that changed was the context changed, right? The situation changed. He was put into a situation where his type of leadership qualities and skills could greatly be used. And that is what some of the great leaders understand. They understand that they need, to, they need to lead based on the context that they are put into. For example, let's say you're a leader of a sales organization. How you lead a new person is a lot different than how you lead a person that's been here for a long time. And if your leadership quality is the same with every single person, you're actually going to miss out on leading a lot of people. So again, go back, I go back to that example, right? A new person, for example, let's say someone just started working with you, right? They're new. They've never done whatever job you're uh, having them do. Well, this person needs encouragement. This person needs a lot of direction, right? You might have to hold their hand for the first couple of weeks, right? They're going to need a lot of maybe called maybe affirmations, right? They're going to need a lot of technical uh, education. Now, you do that, though, to a person, let's say, that's been here two years, right? They're a subject matter expert in their field at this point. If you try to tell that person what to do all the time, if you try to always be coaching them and all that, they might actually interpret that as you're micromanaging them. And no one likes to be micromanaged, right? No, no one likes to feel like their leader, their boss is like breathing down their neck like, all right, all right, what are you doing today? Okay, all right, nope, you should do that. So that, that person wouldn't like to be treated that way. A, a person that's been there a lot longer, call them a technical master, they're going to need vision, right? So that leader needs to understand, okay, this person, what they need is vision because this person already knows what they need to do, right? They know the job they need to get done. So they need vision to think bigger, vision to dream bigger, vision to, to do more, right? So a leader needs to understand that because if you lead everyone the same exact way, you might capture some people's influence, but you might lose others. Because remember, the true magic, the true metric of leadership is influence. That is the true measure of leadership. It's influence. If you have influence over somebody, you're, including yourself, then you are, by definition, really a leader. So, I kind of want to share, you know, some things over the years, um, and what I've seen are some good qualities of uh, a transformational leader, because that should also be the goal of every leader to transform lives, right? You want to see your people doing better than you. Okay. That should be every leader's philosophy. If your people are not doing better than you, if your people are not going above what you did, then you're limiting yourself as a leader. You know, in my opinion, one of the greatest leaders that walked this earth was Jesus Christ. And regardless of where you feel on that, he, you know, he said one statement that really hit me, that really hit home for me. And, you know, right before he leaves and go, goes back to heaven, he says, you know, I have to leave and you're going to do greater things than I did. 
And I can't imagine being one of the disciples at the time and hearing that statement and saying, wait, but you're the son of God. You're Jesus Christ. You raise people from the dead. You're telling me that I'm going to do greater things than you. And that is essentially what he said. And I believe that's such a powerful leadership lesson because every leader should want to see their people doing better things than them. Right. Uh, I'm a father now, a father of two. I have a four year old, almost five and a, and a two month old. I will never sit down my sons and look at them in the eyes and say, all right, sons, I want you to only be as good as me. All right. Like this is how good I am. I want you to either be in this range or like stop right here. No, I don't do that. I want my children. I want them to when I when they're my age, 31 years old, to go further and beyond than I ever did. So remember that, okay? That's also another metric. If your people, if someone's been with you for a year or two or three and they're not surpassing you, right? Or or they're not, or maybe I should say, uh, if it took you, let's say, let's say you're in sales. Let's say it took you two years to make your first hundred thousand dollars. If your people are not doing that in half the time or just faster than you, then you're failing them because you as the leader, right? You need to be going forth and creating a path for them so that then they can do it faster and then take on new challenges, right? Challenges that maybe you didn't take on. So just remember that. So over the years, you know, this is kind of what I've determined are some qualities that uh, a transformational leader should have. And, you know, just so for those of you that don't know my background, um, I've been in sales for the last almost seven years. Um, you know, I've, I've studied sales leadership, uh, even before I got into solar, I was doing network marketing and really understanding the art of building a team, the art of, you know, really uh, encouraging people and instilling vision in them. Um, and I've made a lot of mistakes, uh, along the way, tons, probably more, I've done probably more mistakes than I've, I've made, you know, uh, good calls. So <clears throat> what I determine, um, I, I, I found some things that, you know, transformational leaders have. And then some things that short-term leaders have. And again, I've been both, okay? I've gone through seasons where I've been more short-sighted and I've had maybe wins in the short-term, but then I've taken losses in the long-term. So uh, I kind of want to share that with uh, with everybody, you know? So like I said, there's short-term leader and then there's transformational leader. So first off, a short-term leader, they have a low belief in the opportunity. So regardless of where you're at right now, okay? I don't know whether you're, you sell solar, you sell uh, alarms, pest control, you you run a, a, a health communication company, whatever, right? You, a short-term leader has low belief in the opportunity where a transformational leader has massive belief in the opportunity. You need to believe what it is you're doing more than anybody else in your organization, right? When people hear you speak about what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're being a leader at, they need to see that you have massive belief. You know, I, I go back to President uh, Donald Trump, right? When, when, regardless of how you feel about him, you can say with certainty that he believes what he believes. He's not trying to convince others. You can see if you if you see him at any of uh, any of his rallies, you will see that he believes what he believes. You can hear the conviction. You can hear the passion in what he believes. Again, regardless of whether you align with his beliefs or not, you can see that he does believe what he believes. So the leader needs to have massive belief in the opportunity and whatever it is that you are trying to help your team do. Okay, another thing, a short-term leader, they're afraid of rejection. If you're gonna be a leader, you have to understand that you are gonna take some hits, you're gonna take some blows, you're gonna take some rejections. 
and you cannot be afraid of them. Instead, a transformational leader embraces rejection. Okay, they actually see rejection as a mentor. Every time they fail, every time they get rejected, every time they lose somebody, they see it as an opportunity to learn. 18 months ago, I went through one of the hardest things I think I've gone through in my uh, journey as a leader. Um, I went through a really rocky situation where I lost a lot of trust and faith in my people. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, I owned it, right? It was, I could have prevented it and I didn't. And uh, instead of being, woe is me, this is hard, why am I going through this? I saw that as a massive opportunity to learn a very hard lesson. And the lesson I learned was this, and, and it really helped shape my journey as a leader. The lesson was that I can't be afraid to tell people what they need to hear. Prior to this situation, I was the kind of leader that I was afraid to kind of ruffle some feathers. I was afraid to be real with people and tell them what they needed to hear, even if it hurt their feeling. Now, of course, I need to say with love, not condemnation, but with love, right? Uh, but after the situation, I made, a, I made a goal to myself. I said, from now on, I will be the leader that will tell people what they need to hear, with love, of course, but even if it hurts their feeling. Even if that means this person has to walk away, I will never sabotage my beliefs just to appease someone. And that was the lesson I learned, right? I saw that failure as an opportunity to learn, and then I got transformed because of that. Okay, another one. A short-term leader, they contract when life gets hard. Okay, contract, right? They get small. When life, get hard, when life gets hard, they do this, right? They get small, they hide, they run. I'm guilty of that all the time. I can't tell you how many times uh, over the years, you know, I've gone through something hard and maybe for a day or two I contracted and then finally I come to my senses and I'm like, John, what are you doing? Get, get out there and expand, right? Because that's what a transformation, transformational leader does. They expand when life gets hard. In other words, they get big, they get loud, right? Sometimes guys understand this, um, you know, direction, I'm sorry, action, even in the, even in the wrong direction is still better than no action. Okay. So even if you don't know how to expand, even if you're like, well, what if I make the wrong choice? What if I go down the wrong path? Hey, that's still better than taking no action at all. Okay. I can't tell you how many times, like I've taken action and I've gone in the wrong direction. Okay. But I was like, but at least that momentum, allowed me to then pivot versus versus I don't even know if I would have taken any action had I stayed still. So expand, all right? When life gets hard, expand, okay? Double down. Remember that motion creates emotion. Okay, another thing a short-term leader does is they make their purpose about themselves, okay? It's all about me, 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 me. A leader, a, a short-term leader makes it about me. They make it about others serving them. And I do believe that service to many leads to greatness. Say that again, service to many leads to greatness. A transformational leader makes it about others. They make it about others. They say, they ask things like, what can I do to help this person? How can I better serve them? Or if they are gonna make it about themselves, meaning they're gonna grow themselves, they're doing it with the intention so that they can then be a better leader to others. Okay, because I recognize that, hey, I can only give what I have. So if I'm not pouring into me as well, 
then I can't give to others what I what I don't possess, right? If I'm not learning how to be a better husband, for example, then I can't lead others into also being a better husband. If I'm not learning how to be a better salesperson, then I can't lead others into being a better salesperson. So make make it about others. Make your purpose about others. Because at the end at the end of your at the end of your days, you know, the, the one of the truths about life is that we're all gonna die. Okay. Just we have to accept it. You know, we're all going to die. And that's actually a great thing because that means that time is short and that means we need to savor and, and, and enjoy every second that we're given on this beautiful, on this beautiful earth. So um, understand that the, at the end of your deathbed, you're not going to be thinking about how much money you have, what cars you have. The people, the people that you've impacted will be the ones that will be there for you. And so you want to make sure that, you know, you have a, a sea of people, a vast sea of people that will be there for you because they'll say, wow, you impacted my life. So make it about others, okay? A short-term leader also thinks in the short term, okay? That one's pretty simple, okay? They're only thinking a week out, two months out, three months out even, right? Where a transformational leader, they're in the long-term game, okay? Right now, for me, I'm in the solar game. Okay, and I'm thinking 10 years out, right? I don't see solar as an opportunity where I'm only in I'm only in it for the next year. I really believe that you can do solar for the next 10 plus years and still make a killing in it. So a transformational leader also instills that in their people to think in the long term. We we live in this instant gratification world where everyone wants it now, 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 now. And I've discovered that the greatest things in life actually take time. Okay, my wife, for example, it took me four years of pursuing her on, on Instagram for her to finally say, fine, I'll give you a shot. I'll come out of California and I'll meet you. Four years, right? But I am so happy I invested that time. I'm so happy I didn't give up because I now have the greatest marriage that I could possibly have. I believe my marriage is the greatest marriage. And hey, everyone should think their marriage is the greatest marriage. It's not to say that mine is better than yours, but it's just that I believe that mine is the best for me. So think the long-term game, okay? And, and instill that in your people. Remember, I go back to what I said earlier. If you have people in your organization who are masters of what they do, you better be instilling vision in them, right? You better be, you, they better be seeing like, hey, cool, what do the next three, four, five, six, ten 10 years look like for me? Okay, my leaders know in my organization that, hey, you can do solar for 10 more years. So that means that, hey, build a team right? Get better at your craft. Duplicate yourself into others. So long-term game, okay? Here's another one, guys. That's one of my favorite. A short-term leader, they're content with what they have, meaning they're comfortable, okay? I, I find, at least in, in my industry, the solar industry, what takes out most people is when they start getting to about $100,000 a year in income. That's actually what takes out most people because then they get comfortable, right? $100,000 a year in solar and here in San Diego, California allows you to live a, you know, a comfortable life. And then, the, and then they're, they're good there. They stay there. Okay. Where a transformational leader understands that they are grateful for what they have, right? They're grateful. They're like, let go back to that example of hundred K cool. I have hundred K, but they're not satisfied. They want more. Okay. They're grateful but they want more. Remember, not entitled and want more, but they're grateful. They say, hey, thank you for what I have, but I'm not gonna stop here. So be that kind of leader that instills, hey, you're grateful, but don't settle, okay? There's always more. I go back to that, um, there's this, I think, commercial with Kobe Bryant and Kanye, you know, where, where Kanye is like, 
Kobe, you know, I've uh, I, I've I've gotten platinum records and I've done this, 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 and then and then Kobe's like more, and then and then Kanye's like, but I've done this. He's like more. He's like, and then Kanye goes, how much more can I can I can I can I do? And he's like more. Anyways, and I just go back to that, right? So you can always do more. Be grateful, but always do more. Okay. Um, a transform uh, a short term leader also focuses more on the what and the how. Okay, they focus on what they're doing or how they do it. Where I already spoke on this, a, a transformational leader sells the why, right? Your people need to know why they are doing what they are doing. Um, there's this great book by Simon Sinek um, talking about, some, man, I forget the title, but something with why, the, the, or the, the, the golden circle, something like that. But essentially, it talks about how your people need to know why they do what they do. Not what most people can say what they do. Okay, actually, everybody can say what they do. Okay, my organization, everyone can say yes. What I do is I knock on doors. Yes, what I do is I sell solar. Okay, how I do it is I do this, right? Or or uh, or I use my iPad or whatever, right? Most people can say the what and the how, but is there really? But do they know the why? Why do they do what they do? If you can get your your people to understand that, if you can get you to understand that, right, you better know why it is what you're doing, what you're doing, right? I know for me, right, my why is my last name, okay? My why is I recognize that my parents sacrificed a lot to get me and my siblings to this great country from a third world country. And my why, everything, the reason I do everything that I do is so that our last name means something. So that when I die, when I pass this world, right, my children and my children's children are proud to be Sorianos because there's a status associated with it. They're like, wow, Soriano means, you know, servant leader. Soriano means wealth creator. Soriano means uh, being generous, right? I want to represent these things and more. And that is why I do what I do. And sure, my vehicle right now is solar, right? A podcast, okay? And that will change over the years, but my why won't. So your people better know why they're doing what they're doing, okay? Another one, a short-term leader, they operate in entitlement and scarcity. I, I, scarcity. I can't stand this one, okay? I, I, it, it, this is one of the things that frustrates me so much when I see people operate in entitlement and, scarce, and scarcity. Here's the honest truth. The world owes you nothing. You came in this world naked and alone, and with nothing, and you're gonna leave this world naked and alone and with nothing, okay? No one gets to leave this world with anybody. No one gets to leave this world with the possessions, with the things, that, with the, with the status that they acquired in this world, okay? So we have to understand that, that the world owes you nothing. I, I, I follow this page called Nature is Metal on Instagram. Nature is Metal, please go follow it. It's a page that essentially shows the reality of nature, okay? On this page, it's very graphic, okay? You'll see gazelles getting ripped apart by hyenas, okay? I saw this very graphic video one time where a pack of hyenas uh, were eating a pregnant uh, gazelle or something, and they pulled the pregnant or the baby out of the belly. The, ba the baby was almost born. And I and I'm I'm sorry for saying this if you have a weak stomach, but they the baby they pulled the baby out and then they ripped the baby apart. Now I know that sounds cruel and I get it and it and it and it and it and it isn't really cruel. It's actually a reminder of the reality that we live in. 
that nature is metal. This world we live in, is, 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 it can be pretty crazy, right? You know, the, the, the freedoms and the safety that we have, is, is, it's only been here for the last 100, maybe 200 years of our existence. But for the vast portion of life on Earth, it, it, it has been very chaotic and, and no one has promised a happy life. So I, I, just, I just say that to, as a reminder that no one owes you anything. The world doesn't owe you anything. Okay, so I can't stand the people that operate out of entitlement, the things that you owe me this, you owe me that. No, no one owes you anything because a transformation leader, instead what they do is they operate in gratitude and abundance, gratitude and abundance. They have a belief that there is enough in this world for everyone, that the world doesn't owe them anything, but they believe that, hey, if I work hard. I can go out there and, and get the things that I need, get the things that I want. And there's also enough for everybody. But they understand these things and they're grateful for them, right? They're grateful for what they have. Okay. Even if you're the poorest person in America, guess what? You are still in the top 5% in the world. Like that's crazy. A homeless person in America, someone living under a bridge is still doing better than the vast majority of the population in the world. That's facts. There are people in third world countries who live in like, have, if you've never seen third world poverty, you need to go see it. I grew up in it for six years of my life. The first six years I have bits and I have bits uh, and piece of memories of it, but the world owes you nothing. Just remember that operate in gratitude and abundance. Okay. Here's another one. A short term leader. They think that winning is purely luck. Okay. They'll say they'll say things like, oh, you're so lucky. A short-term leader thinks that there's luck involved. It's not, okay? It's not luck, okay? Because they understand that winning is both timing and persistence. A transformation leader understands that. That winning is timing, right? Being in the right time at the right place and then being persistent. You know, I, I started doing solar back before solar was cool. <laughs> I remember in 2016, it wasn't a cool thing for young men, young adults, whatever, uh, to be selling solar. I, and actually, I remember that because I remember for the first eight months, I was low-key ashamed to kind of say what I did. And I did it, right? I kind of kept it uh, in secret. I didn't really post it on my social media that, hey, I'm a door-to-door -door salesman for solar. Well, fast forward to 2022. Now everyone has done solar, has heard about it. Now it's a, call it a cool thing to sell solar because everyone knows how awesome the industry is. But I was... I stayed committed, right? And, and I stayed committed long enough to where when the timing, right? Really, we've seen a huge increase in solar in the last two years, but I was in it long before it became more acceptable and cool. And because of that, right? Some people can say I got lucky, but really it wasn't. It was just timing. I stayed in it long enough. I was persistent long enough to when I finally had this exponential growth, boom, I was right there in the middle of it. So understand that. And then the last one, guys, mindset. Okay, the last one is mindset. A short-term leader makes mindsets difficult, okay? One of the greatest things you can do to your people, and again, including yourself, is transform their, is transform their minds. Transform their paradigms. We as humans, we are creatures of programming, okay? And most of our programming happened in the first seven years of our lives. If you're struggling with money, it's probably because you saw your parents struggle with money or you, or you're, or you heard things like money doesn't grow on trees or, uh, or, or the rich are bad or whatever. So you have some programming in there 
that is preventing you from acquiring the money that you desire and want. So a short-term leader makes mindset difficult. It makes it hard. But a transformational leader teaches people on mindset, makes mindset uh, fun, okay, and encourages people to transform their mindsets, okay, to do the work to go from a mindset of poverty to a mindset of prosperity, from a mindset of uh, scarcity to a mindset of abundance, right, from a mindset of, uh, you know, I don't trust anybody to a mindset of I can trust people. A transformational leader recognizes that it is their responsibility to, to an extent to help transform their mindsets. So I'll, I'll kind of leave everyone with this question, you know, what, what type of guiding, guiding principles do you and the people that follow you have? If you want to be a transformational leader, right, if you want to be a great leader, remember what makes a great leader great is they know the context from which to lead, lead from. Leadership is messy. One of my mentors said that. He said, if, 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 you're, if leading people for you is not messy, you're not a leader. Leadership is messy because you're, you're dealing with different personalities. You're dealing with different upbringings. Everyone on your team requires a different version of you. And as the leader, it's your responsibility to understand that and, and figure out what type of leader this person needs and then this person needs, okay? And to accomplish that, have some guiding principles in your organization. For example, in my organizations, I have three core values. Unified, world-class professionals. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that I value that a lot. Hey, we're a unified front. Hey, we're world-class. That, that, that means that we strive to be great at everything we do, not just sales, but also health, also our family life, our marriage life, okay? And again, we're not striving for we're not striving for, for perfection. We'll never get it. But we have an expectation that, hey, we should be working towards that. Okay? And then professional. Okay? That means we operate with integrity. Right? That means that we are subject matter experts on our craft. And everyone knows that those are our core values. Everyone knows that that is how we operate as an organization. Okay? Because your guiding principles will be the key, the key, determine, the, the key difference between winning long-term or losing. Okay, because a leader, like just because you had a great three months, excuse me, just because you had a great three months or six months or even a year doesn't mean you're a great leader, okay? Great leaders stand the test of times. Again, I, I go back to, you know, um, uh, Jesus Christ, right? Look at the work he did. Regardless of, regardless of where you stand with him, you can't deny the fact that his, his work, right, the work he did while he was on this earth still has an impact on our culture 2,000 years later. 2,000 years later, his name is still being talked about. His teachings are still being applied, right? They're in books, okay? Many of the self-help books, believe it or not, you know, they actually come from the Bible. So that was a leader that didn't just have a good year, a good five years, a good 10 years, and not even a good millennium, right? To this day, his work is still being impacted. So remember that, okay? Because I want everyone to be a great leader. I believe this society, I believe this world needs strong leaders. There's a saying that goes, I might butcher it, but it says, you know, strong men uh, create good times. Uh, good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times and hard times create strong men. 
we need to be a society that has great leaders because John F. Kennedy said, we're always one generation away from, an, from annihilation. We just need one generation of people to be weak leaders, to be leaders who are about themselves, leaders who are afraid to take risk, leaders who don't care about their people, right? We just need one generation of that. And, and he said, we're one, one generation away. And, you know, part of my purpose here on earth, I believe, is to help uh, people uh, trans be, trans be a transformational leader. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you got some value. Please subscribe. Please share uh, this podcast if it brought value to you. If you know a leader that can benefit from this. And remember, everyone's a leader, including yourself, because the first person you should be leading is you. Okay, so thank you guys for this episode. Uh, stay tuned for more to come and we will see you then.